aside from the fact that it's just plain wrong on every level imaginable, what would possess you to do something so senseless? I mean, Sydney, you know they have security cameras everywhere. Sydney, I am talking to you. Everybody does it. Everybody steals. All of your incredibly privileged private school friends are thieves. Yes! And do you think that's okay?
hardly know where to begin. Yesterday, Sydney is caught shoplifting. And last night, she snuck out to a party that I specifically forbade her to go to. And then just now, she had her stomach pumped because she had alcohol poisoning. Well, is she all right? Yes. Ben, I give up. I cannot do this alone anymore. You have got to show up. Look good, Rebecca. Sydney just wants to see me. I'll drive four hundred miles and suck her up in the room she leaves, just like she did last night and tell me before that. Okay, I do not need a history lesson, Ben. She's your daughter. She's in trouble. You are her father. We have to figure out what to do. Fine, I'll come on the weekend. I need you here now, not on the weekend now. Okay, calm down. I'll get there as soon as I can. If I don't hit too much traffic, I should be there just shortly after dinner. I'll be waiting. So shocking, isn't it? Yeah, one conversation that doesn't end in a fight. I am not fighting. I am simply telling you that Sydney needs to get away from here. This boy, he's been hanging out with Zach. He's a bad influence. So get her to keep away from Oh, no. Why didn't I think of that? Sarcasm isn't her best quality. Fine. Then let me spell it out for you. Even if I could keep her away from Zach, this is pretty well impossible. There are at least a dozen or so kids here, just as bad, if not worse.
place in Oregon. It's like little little houses. It's like three hundred dollars a week for these houses. And he tells some sob story about how they're just getting started and how he's waiting for his paycheck to come through on his new job and blah blah blah. And so they like give him a little bit of time to pay, and of course he he pays for a couple weeks because he had a little bit of cash because he had pawned Mary Jane's wedding ring by That's this point. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the money runs out super quick and all of a sudden he, they find themselves at a $22 night hotel.
Christian. Unaccounted for. And boy, did the police want to track him down. So they were able to track him to San Francisco, where he'd spent a couple of days. Just long enough, in fact, to apply for a job at Starbucks there. And uh, on that application, he listed the Starbucks back in Oregon Good as a reference. Good lord. Yeah. So by the time they tracked him to San Francisco, though, it was it was too late. The same day Mary Jane and Madison's bodies were pulled from the water, Christian Longo boarded a flight for Cancun, Mexico. The stolen SUV was found in the airport parking lot. Oh, yeah. See, he thinks he's smarter than everyone. I, I truly how, believe that he just thinks he's smarter than everyone. How can you? I mean, the, that thing with the Starbucks. That's just dumb. That is crazy dumb. Yeah. Well, he was having trouble getting a job, he thinks. I got a... I need a reference. <laughs> my reference. I need the reference from where I stole from all those people. Good goes to show that how much smarter he really believes he is than everybody because when he got to Mexico he didn't really make any attempt to blend in. He did go to a tourist area. Right. Like, so because he's blonde hair like American. Right. White privilege guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, You're not going to Chihuahua, Mexico. He did not. He went to Cancun. He went, he went to, to a tourist area. Um, but he didn't alter his appearance at all. He went by his own name for most of the time. Occasionally, he went by the name Michael Longo, which is just his middle and last name. He dropped the first name. Um, But he kind of talked to anyone. Like, he stayed at a hostel for a while, and he talked to this Canadian woman, um, and she thought he was sketchy from the beginning. She thought there was something off about him, and she caught him introducing himself by multiple names to different people. She heard him introduce himself as Mike. She heard him introduce himself as Brad. And she was like, something's up to this guy. So she remembered him. She made him. Father said no smoking in the house. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I said no smoking in the house. 
It was like an out-of-body experience. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Step parenting for sissies. Well, I'm not a sissy, but I am completely out of my league here. I really want to love her, but she's making it impossible to even like her. What did I tell you when you told me you were going to marry me? Don't. <laughs> Quite. Don't, unless you're prepared to marry his daughter, too. Oh, I thought you were exaggerating. Exaggerating. I married a man with three kids. Yeah, but your kids were different. Well, not at first. What do you mean? Well, they're always testing you, and you have to outwit them. Figure out what they're going to do and cut them off. How do I manage that? Start out by being so nice that it keeps you off balance. Stop the fridge with your favorite foods. Rent them movies. Why don't you choose the TV shows to watch? Right, that'll take care of a couple hours out of the day. What do I do with the rest of the time? Keep her busy. Hey, my bus boy quit this morning. I have an opening. Mm. I found with my bunch that if they had time on their hands, they used it to make my life miserable. No, it sounds more like a military campaign than a life. You got it? Ugh. Wow. Kate really likes you. She's picky about her friends, too. Some snacks and some movies.
Take this to the kitchen. Very alarmed by this, he pushed his way inside and inside the house. Zachary and Sadie were nowhere to be found. And the baby was lying motionless on the bed. He believed she was dead. So he flew into a fit of rage and asked where Zachary and Sadie were. And Mary Jane just kept saying, you did this to us.